0: Hey, welcome into the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for week nine, you're right? Yes. Yes, nine. Week nine. <laughs> Two week more nine. games left after yeah. this week. Time, so yes. time flies when you're having fun. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. And um, short slate, thank you for our break. Um, what do we got? We got three games this week. Only one of those is a region contest. So before we get into those, we're going to take a little look at... Um, area region standings heading into week nine because obviously with it being week nine of an 11 week regular season postseason is looming
1: postseason is looming and this is my favorite time of year as you know
0: yeah we we're getting we're getting to the if then portion of the schedule and there's there's one looming in particular that's gonna be a little dicey.
1: Yeah. And you and I talked earlier about Region 5 2A. We may not have been completely.
0: Oh, in our previous conversation? Yeah. We may not have been completely.
1: Because Loretto and Mount Pleasant play in week 11. Right. But Waverly and Mount Pleasant play in week 10. Lewis County and Waverly play in week 11.
0: Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Waverly and who? Loretto. Oh, playing week 10.
1: That's right. Next week. So they've yet to play Lewis County or Loretta, which means they could spoil the party for anybody or everybody. Or everybody. So it's it, it is this part of the season is nuts for Region 2 a
0: Waverly is six and one overall, three and one in region play. Their loss is to Mount Pleasant. Right. Mount Pleasant is seven and one overall, four and one in region play. Their loss is to Lewis County correct Lewis County is seven and one overall four and one in region their losses to Loretto that's correct Loretto sits at the top at seven and0 overall and five and0 in the region but as you said they finish up in week 11 against Mount Pleasant and next week Loretto is off no Loretto plays they were out of region against. this week next week week 10 Loretto plays. Waverly. At Waverly. Yes.
1: Waverly finishes with Loretto and Lewis County. That so
0: it's all right in front of Waverly then.
1: It really kind of is. If they sweep
0: if they sweep, that makes them five and one.
1: Yes, and, and they would you know obviously they would need some help from Mount Pleasant to win it, but they would they would assure themselves of hosting if they were to sweep the next. Two weeks right. after this week, so look, it is an absolute madhouse in five two a, and yeah. nothing will be decided until the clocks hit zero yeah, on, week, on
0: week eleven. Yep, that's <laughs> it. Uh,
1: you're you're going to want
0: to be paying attention week eleven if you are a fan of a region five two a team with postseason hopes, which because is it's going to take <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to take like you said right down to the final horn. To figure out who's now, doing what.
1: Now, it a, as it stands, it, I mean, I guess no. <laughs> as it stands, these are the four teams.
0: Those are the, those are the four teams: Loretto, Lewis County, Mount Pleasant, Waverly. Because Waverly. What, what would order?
1: It, yeah. What order is to be determined mm. again
0: that one, night? One, one through four is all up for grabs, basically. That's right. Now and, you would think Loretto is in the driver's seat.
1: Yeah, Loretto has uh, all they have to do is win one game. They just have to beat Mount Pleasant. I they mean, just have to beat Mount Pleasant. All they have to
0: really That's do. All they now, have to do is beat Mount Pleasant.
1: But at Mount Pleasant. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just saying like that would pretty well uh, that that would put them in a in the the driver's seat for sure. Even if they lost to Waverly, they would uh, they they'd be in good shape. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, I think Loretto, obviously, being undefeated, that helps. But, yeah, 5-2-A is a madhouse, and I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> Captain, Captain Chaos K- rides so. again. Um, <laughs> let's slide down, Chris, to um, Division Two a middle region because I think Columbia Academy pretty much did their
1: work last week. The only thing that could, that could throw a wrench into it is one losing to Mount Juliet Christian, which is highly unlikely, but I'm not saying impossible. But if Franklin grace were were to win the next two, I don't know who they, what their schedule looks like, but they've got at least another Well, Franklin CA finishes against Franklin grace in week 11. Right, but I don't know who's between there because they've got at least one other game between there, Mm -hmm, I think. mm -hmm. And depending on what happens in that, Franklin Grace and and Columbia Academy could potentially be playing for number one spot. Uh, but I think CA certainly put themselves in the driver's seat for home field. Yeah. Oh Yeah. yeah, they're 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 pretty much home field for sure because they have a tiebreaker over everybody but Franklin Grace at this point.
0: Right. Right. So Columbia Academy sits at the top of that region. They are five and three overall, three and O in the region. Donaldson Christian and Franklin Grace are each two and one in region play. DCA is five and three. Um, Grace Christian is four and three. And then Nashville Christian is also two and one, but they're three and four overall. Um, and. I don't know how many, to, do all four teams, to four teams go from D2A? I believe so,
1: because um, you've got, uh, it's.
0: What is it? 12 teams and, and four buys?
1: I th- yeah. The thing is that one of the regions gets a, get their two seed gets a buy. I don't know. Who yeah. And is. I think it rotates. It rotates, but I don't know who it is this year. No, yeah. I mean, who knows? But, mm-hmm. but yeah, Columbia Academy winning the region ensures you of a buy, mm-hmm. which is huge in the you know, in the D2 playoffs. Well, I think
0: it's huge in the D2A playoffs in particular with the smaller rosters. It gives you a chance to to let some banged up guys kind of heal up a little bit. Some guys that have had to go both ways. Some guys that may have some nagging ankles, different things like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. One in particular. Without without necessarily
0: having to sit them out of a game. Um, Region 5-5A, Chris. And there is a game that we'll be talking about later in the show that has some significance in terms of this region. But Shelbyville sits atop the region at 3-0. They're 6-1 and overall. Tullahoma is 6-2 and overall. They are 3-1 and in region play. And they're one loss. And if there's anybody out there that can explain this one to us, hmm. we're all ears. What was it, week two? No, it was, I don't want to say week four. No, I don't think it was that late that yeah. Franklin County beat Tullahoma 17 16. It was certainly. Franklin County, one in seven overall, one in three in region play, and their one win of the year is over a team that's got a shot because I think Shelby and Tullahoma play they in, week, in 11. week 11.
1: That's correct. Uh, Tullahoma's is off this week, so I can't go back and look at. I uh, can't find their their schedule off the top. Let's see. Or tell I want to, I'm telling you, it wasn't, I don't think it was week, yeah, it was week four. Was it? Mm-hmm. Week- I thought it was earlier than that. Okay. Yeah, it was week four, and then. And who had they lost to previously? Uh, Stewart's Creek. They lost in week one to Stewart's Creek, Tullahoma. No, I mean, who
0: had Franklin County lost to prior to that win?
1: Uh, Coffee County, South Pittsburgh, and East Hamilton. That's Since then fairly respectable. Yeah, in, I mean, look, South Pittsburgh obviously. Co- Coffee County is a great team. East Hamilton, really good too. Moore County, a great team for a one A, and then Shovel, Lincoln County, and Columbia are their, their are their losses. Yeah, but boy, what a what a crazy situation that they find themselves in. Because here's the thing: they're zero three in the region and still have a shot at the playoffs. Well, they're one
0: and three in the region. I'm
1: sorry, one and three in the region and still have a shot at the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because now a lot of
0: they got to have some help.
1: The, they have to have one they have to have one little bit of help. Lincoln County has to beat Columbia Central in week eleven in week 11. If that happens and Franklin County beats both Lawrence County and Spring Hill. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, saying it you know it's gotta happen. right. All right, then they could find themselves in the playoffs at three and seven.
0: Columbia Central five and three overall three and two in the region um, off this weekend. Lawrence County three and four overall, two and two in the region tied with Lincoln County both overall and in region play. And again, we'll talk about that Shovel Lawrence County game later in the show. And um, the
1: unfortunate part about 5-5-A is if you don't win it, you've got to play one of Page, Nolansville, or Centennial. And that's not ideal.
0: And if you are not <laughs> and if you are not in the top two you are playing
1: at. One of those. That's right. You, you got to go to Page or, or I'm sorry, to Pro- Nolansville Pro- or Centennial.
0: Is that the way it looks over I think there? think so. Are they the top two I right think, now? I think
1: Centennial and Nolensville, which I think Nolensville and Page have yet to play. So, again, one of those three. Yeah. You're going to have to travel, and it's, it's wild, man.
0: Yeah, and they, I mean, that three, like you said, is no picnic. Region 66A, pretty clear cut pending the result of Ravenwood and Brentwood in week
1: 11. yeah, Battle of the Woods to decide it. Uh, and, That's going to decide
0: the region championship.
1: Uh, not necessarily. Not so fast, my friend. Independence has not played Brentwood.
0: That's right. Independence goes to Brentwood in week
1: 11. And if, if Independence were to beat Brentwood, then...
0: If independence were to beat Brentwood, then independence would be in play for a home game
1: if Correct. Ravenwood were to beat Brentwood the following week. Right. That would ensure independence a home game. That being said, if Brentwood were to beat Ravenwood, then you've got a three-way tie for the number one spot. And independence could potentially be number one. Win the darn thing. Yeah. So I don't think they could because of the their their overall records. I think overall records is where it I think so. uh, Crazy. But, yeah.
0: Summit, meanwhile, is locked in
1: at at number
0: four with their 37-6 win last weekend at Overton. So, again, top three teams in that region yet to be decided, which means home field yet to be decided.
1: Yeah, I I think Independence's hope is that you beat Brentwood and Ravenwood beats Brentwood as well. Then you were in a situation where you're the you're the two. You're seed. the number two. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, independence is no stranger to the number three in this region, especially going to region five, six A. And they, they've done that and been successful doing it. They the have
0: been, but still, I mean, home I, they, would, are they, always would, better. they would like to play a home playoff game, and I don't know how long it's been since they have.
1: It's been a while. Yeah. Because most of those After they go on the road and win at what Smyrna Mm -hmm. felt like, and then that one year at not Siegel, Laverne, one year was at Laverne. Um, They end up having to play Brentwood in round two almost every time, and they have to go to Brentwood because. So I don't know when the last time they played a home
0: playoff. Now, and the last couple of years, this region was Region Seven Six A, so they had to go to Memphis. Right. Which and they has lost been no picnics
1: first yeah. round games. So
0: yeah. Okay. Um there you go. Well there's there's a little taste of what awaits us down the road. Let's um take a look when we come back at the three games that we do have here in week nine. Again, thank you, Fallbrook. Um we'll be right back.
1: Shoots and he scores! Yeah. Woo!
0: Welcome back into to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 9. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. And again, short slate this week. Three games starting. Let's see. Let's start at the South and work our way up. How's that? As um, Loretto, undefeated Loretto, hosting Eagleville out of Class 1A um, Friday night. Despite the mid-season loss of senior quarterback Carter Daniel, the Mustangs have been really impressive this year. They are one of four teams across the state in Class Two A that are undefeated, and um, have have looked really good, particularly on offense. You've had a chance to see them, right? I did. I you saw to... the summertime. I man. got to see them Carter summertime. Daniel. Got hurt in
1: right, and and this past week, Mason Tidwell actually passed Carter. For you know, passing yards on us on the season, Mm -hmm. so that just goes to show that you know, one, Mason Tidwell's had a chance to play in a lot of football games. One mainly because they've been ahead, Mm -hmm. but even since the injury, he's he's gotten a chance to to do some damage, and he certainly does it. I mean, you look at their two numbers. Side by side, 32 of 57 for Ted Wolf for 693, six touchdowns and a pick. Carter Daniel, 30 of 55. I mean, two less completions on two fewer attempts. Yeah. So it's it's uncanny <laughs> how how almost perfect they are. So it's wild that that Loretto has at, at the class two A level, has two quarterbacks who are, you know, starter worthy.
0: Yeah. And and I think, and we've talked about it before. Uh, whether it be Carter, Daniel, or Mason Tidwell, I think the job gets a little easier when you've got Clint
1: Seymour, Corbin Reynolds,
0: and Jack Welch to throw it to.
1: Yeah, I mean you can obviously you you, you can always yeah. default to the fact that Loretto has had a lot of success with with those guys on the outside, and of course the the effective run game. Yeah, helps yeah. them almost as much as anything. Yeah, sure.
0: Jaden Stoltz and Nicholas McDowell have been vital in, you know, keeping defenses honest as much as anything.
1: Yeah, that's that's the key is, you, you know, you you got to keep those safeties out of the box, for one, with the, with the pass. So that helps open up the run game. But then you also, you know, they, they can't just send seven guys in coverage either because somebody can – bust you up the middle for 15 or 20 and, and, and you're or more or more, <laughs> and and then you're, you're really in trouble. So that that's having a balanced offense as, as you know, with the offensive line that they have, they, they've been able to keep their quarterbacks upright. They've been able to open up holes in the run game. Really this offensive line has been probably the biggest key to their success. Yeah. Um,
0: Eagleville comes in at four and three, but they have lost three of their last five after, um, Winning their their first two, and um, all three of those losses have been in Region Five One A play. So,
1: yeah, it, if you score double digits, you're going to win against them because their three lo- their three wins have been fourteen nothing, fifty four nothing, thirty five nothing, and thirty one nine. So if you get to that double digit plateau, you got a shot, you got a shot to beat Eagle. That's apparently – apparently. Now, they got a pretty good defense, but, you know, Moore County, we talked about just a minute ago with Franklin County. They're a really good football team. They beat mm-hmm. them 45-20. Collinwood, 38-13 winners, and then Wayne County, 30-22. to you, Did you see Wayne County in Mount Pleasant? I did not. I, I know I, – That I remember, was a season opener, right? I remember yeah. reading mm-hmm. about it, but uh, Wayne County, pretty good football team as well. So, I, I mean, look, this is, this is a football team that is – they're a 500 team, and this is a team that Loretto should take care of.
0: They should. We'll we'll discuss that more here in a second. Um, another Region 5-1A, Region 5-2A matchup takes place in Summertown as the host Eagles go looking for their first win of the season against a familiar foe in
1: 3-4 and four Richland. Richland has been a weird case this year Uh, a team that we have covered in the past Mm -hmm. uh, extensively less so now that we have our friends in Pulaski uh, on on our team right and you know you look at the schedule and you go boy boy they lost an overtime to Lincoln County they lost an overtime to Fairview they punched up and 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 had a fighter's chance in both of those games absolutely but then you look at (laughs) you look at games like you know Cascade and Wayne County, you're like, okay, those those are two big wins. Especially Cascade, they had been, they had kind of been Richland's nemesis right. uh, in the playoff race the last couple of years. To so get that win to start off, and you're like, man, well, here we go. Then Cornersville comes to town and kind of brings them back to reality. Well, I think Cornersville's bringing a lot of folks back to reality, which <laughs> is something that I don't know how many people expected after the the season that they had last year. I mean, they struggled last year quite a bit. And Cornersville, uh, behind Ben Franklin, has been a massive, massive Class A juggernaut.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, at the risk of getting off topic, I think Cornersville kind of figured out where their bread was buttered.
1: And and got back to it. Absolutely. So I mean again. This, they're, this, they're taking the KISS approach. Keep it simple, stupid. I, give it to Ben Franklin and let it go. So I mean if you look at their their three and four, mm-hmm. Lincoln County, 5A, Fairview, 3-8. 3A, 3A, mm-hmm. and then Cornersville, who is the class of this region, and then Collinwood, 20 to 13. I mean, Collinwood has improved quite a bit, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um Summertown's gonna, gonna have its hands full.
0: No coincidence. Collinwood and cornersville both went through coaching changes over the off season it's sure they did as did Summertown by the way
1: yeah but Summertown did it a lot later than either of those two teams uh, <laughs> a, a, a lot later yeah um we talked about
0: this region five five a matchup in the opening segment shelbyville goes to lawrence county the golden eagles coming in six and one three and oh uh lawrence county three and four two and two um Shelvable last week defeated visiting spring hill 44 23 got a huge game from running back rocky chandler huge nine carries 237 yards
1: huge i don't even know how you do that i mean well, doing the math
0: uh, a 97 <laughs> yarder doesn't hurt
1: oh yeah that'll help that that'll do that'll do wonders for your yards per carry it will yeah 97. that's that's one way to get off the goal line that is yeah (laughs) goodness gracious
0: but um you know we've talked about this lawrence county team you mentioned offensive lines earlier this offensive line gets nasty and you can take that any way you want to but um they have really made Made it a lot easier for Tay Everly, Ian Clayton, and Isaiah Bentley to, to have some success in the run game. 1,700-plus rushing yards for those three and 14 touchdowns on the ground.
1: Yeah, and that's without Clayton playing for two weeks. So, that you know, again, I think he makes a major difference in this team and, and, and has in the past. I, uh, this is, again, kind of a game where you look at and you go, Lawrence County – they they've played some teams really tough but then you know you kind of, you go back to tullahoma well they got drilled last week what 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 gives you know this team has has been really really tough in each of their games so you you Lawrence County hasn't necessarily beaten somebody
0: that they were not expected to beat because you talk about tullahoma they lost to columbia central what 30 34 nothing 35 31 nothing 31 so i mean they
1: and they have not Loretto. beaten anybody
0: they weren't supposed to, I don't think.
1: And they lost to Loretto.
0: And they lost to Loretto, which I don't think that it, loss yeah, at
1: this point looks
0: looks as bad, as, as, bad as. as it did at the time because Loretto, again, is pretty
1: good. Right. And so, you know, I don't think this is a game like Lawrence County is supposed to win, but it is at home. And I, when you can control the clock as well as they can with the run game, You give yourself a chance. And you have to control the
0: clock against Shelbyville because they have big playability like Rocky Chandler, 97 yards.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So um, those are the three games for this week. When we come back, we will tell you who we think is going to win those three games. I've been saying we're going to tell you who's going to win, but that hadn't necessarily been the case. So stick around.
1: got that radio voice. I know. Really it's a good oh, sound.
0: Yeah. Radio 2, the okay. well. <laughs> As do we.
1: And then here's the other thing. You guys, you're spot on with the name. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. So, and we reach every Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Coach? Yeah, that's it. So, Perfect. when you are on Main Street and you are moving, you got to love it. Like you're moving. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone We're back. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. My bad. <laughs> you,
0: I, 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 some, I get crossed. Mm, my bad. It's all good. <laughs> um, we're back. Thanks for bringing us back, Chris, to um, the Main Street Murray High School football preview show for Week Nine. As we tell you, who's going to win our short slate of games? Let's start, Chris, with that Eagle Bullaretto matchup.
1: Yeah, it's hard to go against undefeated man. Loretto is just so good uh, offensively. It's just just it's hard to go against that right now. Uh, Eagleville has struggled against good offensive teams, and this is definitely a good offensive team. So I'm going to have to go with the Mustangs in this.
0: Yeah, one. I think I think that's the smart pick. Like you said, Loretto is a a pretty good offensive team, if not a very good offensive team. And I don't know how well Eagleville matches up with that. So. Um, Richland at summertown, this Richland team, like you said, has punched up on a couple of occasions and come close. um punching up yet again, I guess, not as
1: as high. Yeah, no this is a, this is a team that they were in the region with last year. Mm-hmm. So and this was a really good football game last year. It was in the rain. I was there, I remember it was it was pouring down rain. and summertown, took Richland to the brink in a game that they probably shouldn't Well, But, you know, because it was right after uh, Ray, uh, Ray, um, Ray Rice, Rick Rice, Rick Rice, Rick Rice. Not Ray Rice. (laughs) No, no, no. Rick Rice had left. He had just left. And I think it was, it might have been Busby's first game as interim coach. And they go over there and just about win the game. So,
0: And, you know, the rain is a great equalizer. Most coaches will tell you,
1: but, you know, Ethan Workman ain't walking through that door either. Ethan Workman was a big, big part of that offense, and uh, his brother's still there, though, isn't he? The the big kid, twenty-two. So. That yeah. now I don't. He he's obviously not Ethan Workman offensively. He's great tight end. Mm-hmm. Doesn't quite do as much as Ethan did offensively no. for the Raiders. But they they do still have Bryce.
0: They do at, still have Bryce Miller
1: at, at quarterback, so he can make things happen you know, a, a full year after that, that, that surgery. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I feel like, you know, this is, this is a, a game that Richland feels like it should win. And I, I think, think they've got a little more experience winning and that's why they get it done.
0: Yeah. I think this is a game Richland feels like it should win. I think this is a game. Summertown feels like it can win, I agree. especially at home. I don't think they do. <clears throat> no. I think Richland gets this one. Um, Chevrolet Lawrence County.
1: Big reaching game. Kind of the same thing. Look, uh, Lawrence County has a great game plan with their offense. They have got the three headed monster in the backfield, and I think that you know they have an opportunity to do some great things, but not against Shovel. I mean, this is just this is a juggernaut of a team. The offense is just phenomenal, and and the Golden Eagles are on a little bit. Higher level than almost anybody outside of Tullahoma in this region. Mm -hmm. I I
0: just think Shelbyville's ability to make
1: big plays is going to be the difference
0: in this ball game. I like the Eagles here um, on the road. That does it for a short week nine here on the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show. Be sure and follow Chris at that Shelbyville Lawrence County game at ChrisYow14 on Twitter or on X. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Still Twitter as far as I'm concerned. I'm making the long drive down to Loretta for the Eagle Bowl game. You can follow me for updates at MoPatton underscore sports. So um, be sure and check us out. We'll see you next week.